we will be speaking on the authority of the name of Jesus for us today. Jesus not only had authority, but was the authority and is the authority. Luke 4.36 says, And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. Jesus demonstrated his authority as a truth. Philippians 2.10 That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. That is how great his authority is and it is in the name of Jesus. It is a name of Jesus that has authority and every name must bow to it. The demons know that. Sicknesses know that. Every demon has a name. Every sickness has a name. And at the name of Jesus they must obey because Jesus won this victory on the cross. What is more, Jesus has given the authority of the name of Jesus to us in delivering the oppressed, casting out sicknesses and evil spirits. We cannot heal the sick. We cannot cast out demons, but the name of Jesus can. And he does it over and over again through simple human beings like you and me. Jesus wants us to all to rise up in righteousness and demonstrate his authority. Proverbs 29.2 says, When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. Jesus wants his people to use his authority and be in authority so that countries may be ruled in righteousness and justice. We see, need to see more Christian politics. In Tokaradi, Ghana, the Queen organized that I speak on radio. And I found myself on a program entitled Christians and Politics. I had never had anything to do with politics. So when they asked me if Christians should be involved in politics, I had no idea of the answer. So I asked the Lord. And the Lord told me to read Genesis 1, 28. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves on this earth. Then the Lord said, Who did I speak to? I spoke to my people. I then went on to say on radio that if God gave his people dominion, then yes, his people should and must be involved in politics. Christians should be involved in politics to govern the land in righteousness, justice, and truth. I did not know 
what my answer to this question did until later, as I walked back through the streets and people were talking excitedly about it. And I discovered that an extreme religion from the north was trying to take control. They were telling the Christians they could not have their all-night prayer meetings and desired they replace the Christians by Muslim prayers over loudspeakers five times a day. But now the Christians in Tokaradi stood up and began to take authority over the region themselves, and it changed the whole direction of that area in Ghana. Jesus said to his disciples in Luke 19:17, Thou good servant, because you have been faithful in very little, have authority over ten cities. Then Peter said, Silver and gold, this is the Acts 3:6. Silver and gold I have none, but such I have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And Acts 4.30 says, By stretching forth thy hand to heal, that thy signs and wonders may be done in the name of the Holy Child Jesus. And Titus 2.15, These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. And John 14.12-14, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Then John 14, 12-14 Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes on me, the works that I shall do, he do, will also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. This is the promise of Jesus to us right now for the time of his disciples, to the 70, to the early church, through the great men of God, through history, to us today. In his name, the authority of the name of Jesus we can do his work effectively because Jesus has gone to the Father. What else do we need? Some will say though, is this for me too? Mark 16, 17 to 18 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak in new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We need to believe. This is speaking to you and me. But you may still be saying, but how? And Mark 11, 22 to 23 says, And Jesus answering said to them, Have faith in God. For verily I say to you, so whatsoever you said to this man to be removed and be thou caught in the sea and shall not doubt in your heart but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass he will have whatever he says. So this says believe and have faith. Psalm 107 
verse 20 says, And he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. We need to know our victory through what Jesus has done for us on the cross. We need to know who we are in Christ and the victory Jesus has over every rule, authority, power, dominion and every name. Philippians 2, 8-11 says, And being found in a fashion of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that as a name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. We are his body, the church. We are his hands and feet on earth now. If we allow God to be that, for he's given of himself to reach the lost in the power and authority of his name. Why? The answer is in Ephesians 2, 4-6. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love for which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And Colossians 3, 1 says, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. In prayer, we can come to know this reality. In prayer, we allow the Lord to raise us up into heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And it is there that the Lord equips us to move in Him, in His power and authority, to loose men from the bonds of wickedness, to bring men to salvation, and to deliver the oppressed and heal the sick. So what does the Lord do for us in the heavenly places? Let's read very carefully Ephesians 1, 1 to 18, and discover these points. Ephesians 1 to 3. Paul, the apostles Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints that are in Ephesus, a faithful Christ Jesus. Grace be to you, peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. So number one, he blesses us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Let's now read four to six. According 
as he has chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. He shows us who we are in him. Let's just read on. Having prestigied us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. This is who we are in him. Now let's read verses 7 and 8. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein we have abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Three, he shows us what he did on the cross. Let's read now. Eight to ten. wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things that are in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, and even in him. For he makes the mystery of his will known to us. Ephesians 10 to 12. Basically, if we go through that, he shows us his will for us and the destiny of his purpose. He shows us what our inheritance is in him. He promised us wisdom and knowledge in him. He calls us to know our hope and inheritance. He shows us the greatness of his power towards us who believe. He calls us up with him to live spiritually where he is. so that we can be equipped and set out into the world to show men his immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness, his salvation in healing, deliverance which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This is just so, so wonderful what God has done for us. So I'll just read it from scripture just to uh, get it clear for you. Uh, we will read now from 11, in whom we have also obtained an inheritance, being prestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the account of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of God, the gospel of your salvation, in whom 
also after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption and the purchase of possession to the praise of his glory, where we shall also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in the prayer, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to, unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also that which is to come, and has put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. And you he hath quickened, who were dead in trespasses of sin, which is time past. You walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit now in work in the children of disobedience. Among we all had our conversation, the past of the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, we have been quickened together with Christ, for by grace you are saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come we might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us through Jesus Christ. For by grace you are saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, that any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Read it yourself, Ephesians chapter 1 and 2, and you will see what God has done for us. We are blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing. He shows us what he did on the cross, who we are in him. He makes the mystery of his will known to us. He shows us his will for us, his, his destiny and purpose for us. He shows us what his inheritance in him is. He promised us wisdom and knowledge in him. He calls us to know the hope of our inheritance and he shows us the greatness of his power towards us who believe. And he calls us up with him to live spiritually where he is so he can equip us and send us out into the world to show men his immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness, his salvation in healing and deliverance. For God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in it. That is the authority that the Lord wants to give us. 
And these scriptures we need to study and pray over and live out in our lives. Coming up into God's presence, into the heavenly places, is what equips us to do God's work. Even as John 3, 27 says, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Remember that. We can receive nothing except from God in heaven. So let us come up into the heavenly places in Christ in prayer and receive Christ himself. Then we will be able to speak out in faith. As Psalm 107.20 says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And how does God do it? And Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Let's rise up in Jesus in prayer. Believe his scriptures. Get to know him. Go out in the name of Jesus and do it. First, we have to have the armor of God, which is our protection. Secondly, we have to have the power of the Holy Spirit that gives us power of the enemy. And thirdly, we have to have the authority of the name of Jesus to do the job. And authority is a higher level than power because authority enables us to take command over the enemy, command over the demons, command over sickness. Through the authority of the name of Jesus, these spirits have to obey. Believe it. Walk in it. Take authority and show the enemy you mean it and the victory will be yours in Jesus' name. There's one word that is even higher than authority, and that is the love of God. So also learn to walk in God's love. And if you have not received Jesus as Lord and Savior yet, I think you need to make a choice today and make a decision to accept him into your heart as Lord and Savior. If you'd like to do that right now, I'll lead you through the sinner's prayer. Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you now in truth and righteousness from this moment on. Thank you for forgiving me. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And baptize me in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And some of you are sick and you're Christians. You can take authority over your sickness now. Speak to your sickness and say, Sickness, leave my body now in Jesus' name. Speak to your body. Body be healed in Jesus' name. If you have demonic oppression or curses, speak to that demonic oppression and curses name. Name it and say, Curse or evil spirit, leave my body now in Jesus' name. And never come back in Jesus' name. Now you can put your hand over your sickness or your pain 
and say, Lord Jesus, please place your hand on my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you're new Christians, there's a couple of things you need to do. Start to pray every day, get to know God, and listen, he will also speak to you. Buy yourself a Bible and read it. The Bible will train you in all truth and righteousness. Join a Bible-believing church. Get baptized in water to confirm your decision today. And tell others the decision you have made. God bless you. And I'll now head back to our host.